Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Quantum Woman. I'm your host, Shamina Taylor. So in today's episode, um, one of our listeners asked how to change our brains from believing and brains and beliefs from lack to scarcity to wealth. I'm probably going to talk about this on a lot of episodes because I feel like it's so much, um, it, it's, it seems like it's just so easy that we're going to be able to like, oh yeah, I'm just going to start thinking positively, or I'm going to just all of a sudden go from being, you know, in a scarcity mindset to being an abundant thinker. So I remember when I first started doing this, I was like, where is my scarcity showing up? Like, cause I first wanted to like identify the problem. I also would sit there and chant like shit all the time. I would get these mala beads, like your girl did everything. Okay. I would get these mala beads and I would do like the 108 beads and I would sit there and I would chant all these prosperity um, mantras. <laughs> I would sit there because they say for 21 days, you can do it, right? It'll change. I mean, I did everything and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have abundant thinking thoughts. I'm going to just money's all around me. I'm a money magnet. I love money. It's just flowing and growing and coming in and blah, 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 blah. Okay, all that's great, but if you inherently have this lack mindset, or if you have um, a scarcity mindset, that stuff is going to come in, but it's not going to stick, right? It's gonna, it's gonna be um, a band aid, kind of like you know, instead of going to a deeper thing. I mean, I used to get prosperity candles. One time I looked like I was having a seance or something because I'd have like abundance candles. I'd have all these candles. I'd have like, I would douse myself with all these money oils. I still kind of do that sometimes. So Um, I still have abundance candles, but um, I don't have like them burning every minute of the day. I would literally have like a bunch of candles. Like it was probably a fire hazard, what I was doing. Um, But I was trying to figure it out. Right. So this is why you're listening to this. So you don't have to go, um, you know, have to have an extinguisher on hand and spend all that money on candles. So I think the first part is, is to identify, are you an abundant thinker or are you, or are you in scarcity? So scarcity to mindset, in my opinion, it's a deeper story, but like, let's just start with the basics. You know, scarcity is like someone who feels like if somebody else is winning, you can't too. If, you know, I see it a lot online. You know, I see a lot of people who, if somebody's celebrating a win and I'm not saying people who are like, you know, shoving their money wins down everybody's throats or something like that. And I, I say that and it sounds like dramatic, but where it's like, I made like a million dollars and you didn't, and then a boo-boo, you know, kind of thing like that. But it's, you know, I feel like women get to celebrate their success because men do it. And like, why can't we? Right. But I feel like there's a lot of judgment around it. So you see scarcity showing up a lot because again, remember one of my episodes, I talk about money being masculine and a lot of the women that are in that scarcity mindset do not feel safe with money. So if they see someone else having that safety with money, it's almost like saying, I have the perfect little boyfriend and I have the perfect marriage and you don't. It's like that kind of same triggering that shows up, right? Like, like why what's happening to me. And so a lot of people who have the same type of traumatic stuff or whatever that scarcity mindset, they don't feel safe with money. They'll make a lot, but then it'll be like, poof, poof, like where to go? Like she was gone with the wind. I want to start singing that, but I might sing on this, this podcast and I can't sing. So just don't judge me. Um, you could judge me, whatever, but I just can't sing. Like I, I have a song singing in my head and she was gone like the wind or I don't know what this song is. It's like a 70 song. 
Um, I digress. So scarcity, scarcity is like, you, it's hard to see someone else win. you, if somebody like, I sometimes see my daughter have a little bit of it. Um, you know, she, she has a hard time and she, she'll get angry probably for sharing this, but you know, she's not someone that's easily to share her food. <laughs> she's which, you know, girl likes her food, but you know, she, she'll share after she's done eating, but she wants to make sure she gets hers first, you know? And, um, one thing, you know, uh, about really generous people you'll see, or that live in abundance, they'll open up whatever it is. And they'll be like, here, take one. Like you can have it first. They won't feel like you'll take all of their franchise. I mean, I, I share my franchise sometimes and sometimes I don't, but, um, it all depends on how hungry I am, but, um, you'll see that people have a hard time sharing. They will be very judgmental. Um, they will feel like everything is running out. Um, you know, there's a difference between scarcity and like, I let a lot of people talk about wasting and you'll hear that. I thought I could waste money. I could think things could be wasted. I feel like there's if I believed money could be wasted, then I believe it could go away. Um, you know, I sometimes feel like when we're squeezing that last drop out of the, the shampoo bottle or squeezing that toothpaste last drop out, it's because we have in our mind that we'll waste this toothpaste. The whole thing will be a waste if we throw it out with one thing left in there, or if we're not scraping that jar of strawberry jam out of the jar, if we're not taking like a spatula, which I would do in the past and get every last little drop would probably give me like half a spoonful, but I didn't waste it. You know, it makes me feel like things are in limitations. And so um, if it's a limitations, then there's nothing for me. You know, it, it won't come to me. I, I won't be able to have that. You know, scarcity people are, um, there, there are the, the people that are the half the half, the glass is half full, you know, they're, they're, they're not people who can see, um, the possibility of what could happen. They're the first to tell you what's impossible. That's not going to work out. Oh, how there's no way their, their ability to believe is very, very like small because they only see what can't work. What's what the difficulties are showing up. Um, because the possibilities or the future mindset of that situation is like, well, there's no way. So they don't even try. Right. So scarcity is like, I'm not going to worry about spending that. Um, you know, abundant thinkers are like, they share, they're rooting you on, you know, they're going to celebrate you like from a really genuine place. I see this in women all the time. You'll always see a woman who is, um, genuinely, genuinely, uh, cheering on another sister, another woman in her life. And she's, she'll, she'll celebrate you. You could feel it. Like, it's like, she, she knows it lifting you up is not going to tear her down or take away from her. And you'll see that part of her that's, you know, in abundance, which is a great start because a lot of people don't have that. They, their jealousy is getting in the way because if they think if somebody else has it and that scarcity mindset, that means you don't have it. So that what's your, what's your vibrational frequency that you're going to be at like lack, because it means if someone else has it, they took it from you. Right. So I don't feel like anybody can take anything from me. You know, it's like, I always see when a woman's doing something that shows me the possibility that I can do it. I know not everybody's wired like that. And it took me a long time to get her because uh, your girl was in scarcity uh, for a while. You know, um, scarcity is a lot of resentment. 
you'll feel like you're, you, you resent things in people, uh, where abundance, you're like, you know, you can look at a situation and be like, okay, I learned from that, you know, um, where scarcity, they're going to live that same thought process, that same belief, that same experience over and over again, it's going to become law for them. Right. Where an abundant thinker is like, well, that happened once, like, you know, or it happened a couple of times. It's not going to be what's going to happen again. They're going to like feel into the possibility that new things could happen. There's could be a new story. Um, it doesn't have to be the old story, right? Um, abundance thinking is, um, helping somebody like, just generally stopping to give your time, you know, letting people in when you're driving too. Um, it's like, you know, stopping for two seconds to hold the door for somebody like, you know, people who are in scarcity and lack, they're usually pretty selfish. They're very, um, you know, what's in it for me where an abundant thinker is like, what's in it for us? You know, what, how can I help you? And, you know, me too, right. You know, or something, or how can I just help you? Um, what I would do if you're looking to shift into more of abundance thinking, um, you know, scarcity people, they complain a lot. They blame a lot They're It's, it's always someone else's fault why they don't have what they want. They don't take responsibility for things in their lives. Um, they're not in a place of power, usually abundant people. Um, they're like, okay, this happened. You know, like I said, there's a mistake or, or something that didn't go as planned. Okay. I'm going to learn from it. Um, abundance people know there's an overflow. There's, there's, there's more where that came from, you know, and if something should, should have depleted, well, it'll get replenished. Um, it'll be okay. You know, uh, we'll figure it out. It's not the end of the world. Uh, you'll, you'll hear it in the way people talk. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. You'll see it in their behaviors and how they treat people. Um, you know, my grandmother, she used to carry this this purse in her bosoms. She had big breasts. And she was always the first person to open up that little satchel. Maybe had a grandma like that and pull out money for you to go get like ice cream or give you money for something. I mean, she was she was always baking and always doing things. And um, you know, she was just she was she was just a giver. And you'll see that there's certain people in your life that are just gonna be like that, right? That they're gonna they're, they're you just know ways you can count on them. You could feel that. Um, sometimes that could be toxic too, if they're not like, if they're just giving to people, please, but I'm not saying my grandma did that, but you know, some people could do that. So there's a caveat there, which will come up in other episodes. I would look at somebody who you feel has a strong mindset around abundance. I tell you, they're not attached to money. Um, Money doesn't have that kind of control over them. They are so happy with what they have. They are in so much gratitude and appreciation for everything, everything and anything. You know, I keep having this vision of Gandhi while I'm talking about this. I don't know why, but it's like somebody who would seemingly not have anything probably had felt the most abundant um, because of the peace that they had or, you know, the knowing, the the, the acceptance, the celebration of life of where you're at. Um, I don't think things make us feel abundant. I think it's an energy that's within us and we start to feel appreciation for their lives, you know, like breathing in this air, like take a deep breath with me. Like right there, that's abundance, right? Like you get to take a breath. Someone just took their last. 
you know, like what could we really sit and be appreciative for, you know, that, that, um, I think that's how we switch. It's, it's people who are like, um, reliving and recycling old stories and, you know, the poor me syndrome, um, or why hasn't it happened yet instead of like, you know, or it's never going to happen, you know, or, um, and not having appreciation for your life. I always look at people who have lost a lot and they still smile. Like, you know, I, I love stories about people who have overcome such incredible tragedies, like even maybe losing a limb or, you know, and, and just against all odds still going for it because at some point in their life, they had to decide, like, I was going to just go and be happy and persevere, or I could sit here and feel sorry for myself and talk about all the things that have happened in my life that weren't fair. That to me is like the basis of just an abundant thinking. It's, um, it's moving over from poor me to, oh, me, like, wow, me, like, yes, me, like, this is amazing me. And that's power and your thought process. So I would spend a week every day I write a gratitude journal lately. I've been slipping and I I notice when I do things shift in my life, because the more grateful I am every day about the things that are going on. I mean, you can find gratitude in everything, right? Like the sun came out today. Like my daughter gave me the most amazing hug or I heard from an old friend or, um, I had a great idea or, you know, I had an amazing workout. I had such good sleep. Like it doesn't have to be for grandiose things in your life. I feel like when we're in appreciation for a lot of the little things in our life, it builds up the momentum for greater abundance because instead of sitting there um, complaining, you're actually in gratitude and appreciation for this precise moment. So you're shifting out of like, someone who's not in control of their emotions in life into someone who's in full control of their emotions in life. Cause even if shit hits the fan, right. You can still find something to be grateful for when that fan, you know, gets cleaned up. Maybe that shit had to hit the fan. So something could come through, you know, we, we always feel like things have to be delivered to us in a silver platter, but they don't, right? So uh, abundance thinking is the beginning. This is the beginning. And we'll come up, talk about this for more, more episodes to come. Just start really being appreciative of like people in your life and experiences and sunsets and sunrises and good sleep and that... <sighs> that air, there's one in your lungs, like that alone. I, for a while there, I'd wake up every morning and I would say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, my eyes woke up and I woke up today. That would change the game for me about how I looked at the rest of the day. I was like, Ooh, I get another chance to do this life the way I want to. So a lot of times people wake up and they wake up really happy but then they pick up all the shit from the day before and they take their abundance that's full tank and they just like crush it because they think about all the things that aren't going right and all the things they need to worry about and all the things that they're suffering with. And then they just take themselves right out of appreciation for life. And, and people sometimes will be stuck in that cycle. And if you're one of them, I 
invite you to really start looking deeper inside of yourself to like, well, how do I like who I am right now? And do I want to change? And if you don't keep doing you, but if you want to go into more abundance thinking, it starts with these basic things of how you operate on a daily basis. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you want to talk more and have a greater conversation about this and you want to ask more questions, or you feel like I, you want to find out more, tell me a message. Um, maybe you want to leave me a review. Um, you know, if, if it felt like it called to you, or you want to share this with somebody else, I'd love, I'd love for you to do that. I feel like, you know, when we're in scarcity, we're in suffering and we don't need to do that. We don't need to be in suffering. We need to be in a place of free flowing abundance, love, enjoyment. We came here to have those beautiful experiences too. But a lot of times when you're scarcity, it's your default mode and it's not a place of, um, thriving. It's surviving. Again, if you enjoyed this, um, share it with somebody, leave me a review and um, stay tuned for the next episode. I hope that you're enjoying this series. And if you are, I'd love to hear from you. You can go to my website and download my wealth meditation. It is amazing. It is going to help you um, just start feeling into more wealth. You don't need to meditate, just go listen to it. But if you do meditate, you will enjoy it. And um, my book is coming out, Unlocking the Quantum Woman. I can't wait for you to get a copy of that in your hands. And if you want to work with me further, I've got so many different programs. It's on my website. I've got a year-long um, membership called the um, uh, Conscious Collective uh, Year Membership. And it's for people who want to come join into a community where we are going to do a teaching. We're going to do a meditation. There's going to be a Q&A. We get to get down and dirty. And maybe you want higher level support and my masterminds are there or other support. I'm here for you and, um, or just keep tuning in. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Stay, stay tuned for the next episode. Have a great one. Bye for now.